7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. I didn't think I was ever going to get on. I didn't think I was ever going to get on today. Oh my goodness. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. We're just getting started today. So, okay. We finally got on. Finally got on. Hallelujah. So, I've got a prophetic word for you today, actually. Sorry for all the disruptions hi lynn how's it going man it's good to see everybody this afternoon i'm sorry i'm a little bit late uh i actually have been spending a lot of time with the lord this afternoon uh, my protein partner and i actually were in the courts of heaven for about four hours and uh, the lord really spoke to us about america and started talking to us and gave us an opportunity second time the second time he's given us an opportunity to ask him questions about what's going on and um i think that we're getting some answers about you know where we're at as a nation and you know i don't know about you but um right now i, I can sense even last night that even with the fourth of july it was a weird fourth and you know if you didn't if you haven't been listening to some of the prophets i know that kim comment a lot of his old words were it was going to be a strange july a really strange july and i don't know what that meant and i didn't know what that meant even until today actually but um, there's a lot of distractions, a lot of distractions even today, hitting him even in my atmosphere, a lot of distractions. And so <clears throat> um, right now, I don't know what that means. Not just like that. It's, it's distractions. So we're in C2. Let's go. Let's just jump into it because the title today is called a regular warfare. Okay. It's a regular warfare. Psyops. Where you've been and where you're going, America. That's what God's saying in this hour. He's going to tell us what's going on, and then he's talk, going to talk about where we've been, and then he's going to talk about where we're going. And he actually gave us the opportunity today to ask him specific questions in the courts so that we could actually just kind of, I guess, to give us peace, actually, to help us to understand how to pray and things like that. So let's just jump into it. Let me just get my focus here for a second. I've had all kinds of distractions this afternoon from crazy, crazy train stuff and happening happening but it's major witchcraft so why would we expect any less right we're in the middle of c2 we're in the influx of c2 if you know anything about c2 contraction point two that is where you've got strange fire hitting you with holy ghost fire hey carlos uh, holy ghost fires hitting we got strange fire hitting and it's in that pressure place we're in the pressure cooker right now we've got a month left before the eye of the needle so you should expect, you should just expect things to be crazy train. Of any time in history, you should expect things to be crazy train. Because people are going to be acting crazy. The pressure's on. The pressure's hitting vessels to make people manifest all over the place. And so we should expect it. It's nothing new. We've done this a few times. We've been around this corner a few times. So as you work your way through C2, I can sense that a lot of leaders are probably feeling the heat right now. You should be too. <clears throat> And the word, the prophetic word will actually explain that as we move through it. And if you're aligned correctly, you're in a culling season. 
What's culling mean? It's a separation season <clears throat> where God is separating fish. He's culling people to see who's going to move with him into the new place and space of the spirit. And who's going to get stuck back on this level? I'm just calling it what it is. That's what he's telling me. So we have to stay right with the cloud if the clouds are beginning to move or we get stuck on this level. Okay, that means doing everything he's telling us to do, when he's telling us to do it. We're learning to move by the spirit. We're learning to follow his, <clears throat> his word. We're learning to trust the voice of the Lord. And we do exactly what we hear our father saying. That's what we're doing. We're doing, we're praying what he tells us to pray. We're not praying anything in our flesh, hopefully anymore. We're just saying, moving into the prayer time with the Lord in the courts of heaven. And we're saying what we hear our Holy Father saying, what the Heavenly Father saying. And so what's witchcraft hitting you with, though, while we're in this crazy train place? You're getting hit hard with, hard with lethargy. I think a lot of us are getting hit with lethargy, not wanting to engage. <clears throat> Isolation, major, major isolation hits us usually during this time. People want to be left alone. I could tell it last night, even in the 4th of July, with different, I was watching this thing on TV with, usually I watch the fireworks, I go see them live or I go watch them on TV somewhere. And I was watching this concert, this country western concert. I think the guy's name is Trey Walker. I'm not sure, I forget. But I haven't seen him around in a while. It's been a long time. Matter of fact, the last one I was watching was the other one where they had that shooting in Las Vegas. And I couldn't believe it. I mean, that it was on live TV. And so I was watching it last night, thinking and reminiscing about that. But I was also feeling the atmosphere around the people. <clears throat> I was discerning the atmosphere around people. You know what, Fifth World, I am so sorry. I didn't mean, I didn't, I hit the wrong button. So I apologize if I shut you down while I go, welcome. So, um... But I was watching this and I was watching the people in this atmosphere and it was such a weird fourth. It didn't feel like the fourth. I felt like people were trying to make it feel like the fourth. But everything is kind of in disarray in the spirit and everybody's just kind of up in, up in air and upended and <clears throat> not knowing what to expect and not knowing really what God is doing and irritated, irritated, frustrated which is part of the witchcraft. It's it's part of what's, it was, it's on purpose. It's sent in on purpose to hit us. So that's part of what's hitting you. Major mind fog, witchcraft spells created to cause believers to get stuck or stay in old mindsets. So you've got to learn to press through this stuff. You've got to learn to press through it. Don't forget, we've also entered into the season of Basilisk. What's Basilisk? Basilisk is a spell. It's an early death assignment. It brings in uh, drought, barrenness so it's sent in to bring in early death freak accidents drought barrenness you need to be breaking those things off you need to be renouncing these generational cursings if you've had people in your family die early renounce the early death assignment get it off your bloodline so that you're not an easy target this season because bacillus the season of bacillus lasts from april 30th through august 30th <clears throat> even after you get through the eye of the needle it's still going on so you need to make sure you get that off. And let me tell you, I'm seeing, I was telling our teams this. I said, you know, man, I have never felt like I was ever in danger. Um, but honestly, this particular C2, I do sense that for a lot of people. I sense it even over my own life. We have to be very, very careful. So you definitely, I can't stress it enough. You definitely want to break that generational cursing off. If you've got people passing away in your family in prior seasons early, Break it off. Matter of fact, let's do it right now. Let's just do it right now. How about that? Say this after me. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus, with Deuteronomy 27 and 28 and Luke 10, 19, I renounce, rebuke, and nullify the generational cursings of early death and freak accidents over me and my bloodline from today back to Adam and Eve, Matthew 24, 36. And I ask you to forgive me and my forefathers who have opened up the door for these cursings to come in. And I ask you to slam these doors shut now. With Revelations 3.7. Slam it shut. In Jesus name. Okay. Take care of that. Rock and roll. Let's go. So. You still need to be breaking that off. I'm going to tell you. Just for just for safety's purposes. Break it off. Stay in, 
stay in safety and just avoid the enemy. But that's one of the biggies that's hitting you. The next biggest thing that's hitting you, and let me see what I, I said here. I talked about it on, I think it was Friday. Um, and we're talking about the satanic unholy days. Why am I telling you about the satanic unholy days? Because as an intercessor and a front runner, you're going to want to need to know when they're amping up against you. I would want to know. I would want to know what the heck is going on. <laughs> because none of this, this is all new to us. We've never been here before. I don't know about you. I've never been here before. So all this new stuff that I'm dealing with right now, that we're dealing with as a nation, we've never been here before. So a lot of it's witchcraft. It's because we've never dealt with crazy people before. But then maybe you have. I've got crazy people in different areas around my life too. So, you know, I, I don't know. But in this particular arena, as far as witchcraft and Satanism is concerned, I don't have that in my family that I know of. But January, see, it starts in January. They've got different high unholy days, just like we have high holy days. And so the next holy day for them, they we just made it through July the 1st, which was the devil's rebel or demon's rebel. Um, and I talked about that on Friday, what that consisted of. And then they move into July 13th. You want to know when their full moons are. Let me tell you why. They operate by the lesser light. We operate, hopefully you operate, by the Lord of light. The light of the world, Jesus Christ. He's the light of the world. So the lesser light is based in the sun, moon, and stars. <clears throat> moon magic, sun, moon, and stars magic. I'll get into that here in a second. But when they do rituals and ceremonial magic, ritual magic, innocent blood sacrifices, it's done through the moon. It's done through the lesser light. So a way to bind that intercessor is to bind the power behind it, right? Behind the full moon. You bind the power behind the full moon. You break off any power behind their uh, rituals or behind their ceremonial magic, all types of magic, known and unknown. You can go back and replay this if you want to catch the notes on this or we'll email them to you email me at yeshua navigator at gmail.com okay and i'll be happy to email them back but you bind their altars you bind the ingredients on the altar you nullify those ingredients and then you nullify the connection to the magic first corinthians 119 so you're going to do this whenever and if you have i'll send you the calendar of when they do what they do versus the notes and you can see what I've written down as to what to bind but email me at yeshuanavigator at gmail.com and so as they move through July 1 July 13th that's on the 13th by the way what a great day huh into July 26th through the excuse me it's July 20th through the 27th and they're actually moving into the a thing called the grand climax which is why I believe it has to it dovetails in with uh, the bacillus spirit and um and it and it's why we're under this pressure so it's a fight to the bitter end as we move out of the lower dimensions of god's spirit and i'll show you that diagram too to help you better understand what we're dealing with here let me show you should show up and pop up on my screen hopefully in a second for you but um you're gonna be looking at a dartboard looking thing hopefully here in a second to where there you go you should be seeing it's the outer 12 tribes and you're going to be looking at it through the one through uh through the one through 12 tribes on the outer court then you've got an inner court and it's probably harder for you to see than it is for me you've got an outer court with 12 gates and an inner court with seven gates there so what i'm talking about it's a fight to the bitter end you're trying to fight your way through out of the old and into the new through christ on your life and so you're your best tools for achieving that are deliverance. That's the fastest way to get from point A to point Z in the least amount of time, the least amount of effort. Okay. That guarantees you, hopefully, uh, an opportunity to move through the eye of the needle because the needle will only allow you to go through. Nothing else can go through with you. Not generational cursings, not your baggage, nothing. It's only you. Only you are allowed through. So that's your next thing. And so it's our job to shut it down by binding you their magic. What, kind of, what types of magic are going to be coming at you 
in the next three weeks. Two weeks, we're at what, the 7th? We're at the 5th of July. So we got three weeks to go yet, right? So be binding these types of magic. This is why you want my notes. Sun, moon, and stars magic. Cosmos magic. Planetary magic. Psychic magic. Quantum magic. Pure alchemy. Pure chi magic. What's chi magic? Have you ever heard of the martial arts? Um, the martial arts are when people mix witchcraft with the martial arts and they mix spells with that where they create these spiritual masks. They're called, it's called remote viewing where they can actually see what you see. They connect to you through a tag lock connection and they have rune tattoos on their bodies. And the rune tattoo has spells attached to it where they can do use spiritual vampirism <clears throat> to connect to the power of God within you. And so if the power of God is operating on a high level vessel, you're a main target because they need that power. They can only achieve power illegally. So if we're going to take our country back, you're going to have to learn these things, these techniques in order to succeed and move through the heart of God, which is what that diagram is about on that dartboard. It's probably clear if I show you in a different way. I'll have to clear that up a little bit to make it more viewable. But you know what? Do I have it on there? I think I have a better diagram, actually, where I can show you. Yeah. But it's important for you to learn these concepts. It's important for you to learn how to fight. That's what I'm saying. The other types of magic they're using are ritualistic magic, rune magic. Talked about rune tattoos, rune spells. That helps them to connect to your vessel to hear, seer, to hear, see, and sense what you think. There's sacrificial magic. Seasonal magic, sex magic, space rock, space time, spell casting magic, storm magic. We've got a lot of storms starting up in the summer months between hurricane season. There's technological magic. Do you realize every time you get into a computer, it's a gate? Your cell phone's a gate. You touch the applications on your phone, those are gates. Touch gate, touch feet gate, hand gate. You've got different gates on your vessel that connect with their gates and they attach spells to gates so that you get connected to the spell you need to break that stuff off every time you get off your on your computer so then they use let me see voodoo magic war magic and then zodiac magic why do i say zodiac magic because none of us can ever get away from our birth sign god says know the signs and the times your son and daughter of Issachar. So you're supposed to know which clock you're operating in. The zodiac clock is the devil's clock. It's the devil's heart. If you stay in the flesh, you're stuck in the flesh. You're stuck in his heart. You're susceptible to the devil and his ways. If you get your name changed like Jacob to Israel, but through salvation, pardon me, you move out of the zodiac into the Maseroth and God lays his super on your natural. And you acquire a new name, which is through the 12 tribes of Israel. And then you got to find your tribe. You find your tribe. You find others like yourself who are moving in the same calling you've got, hopefully. But the enemy uses zodiac magic because, again, he's always illegally seeking power. He's always seeking power. And he seeks it through trying to illegally connect to you in some way or another. Whether it's your house, you've got 12 houses within your sign, which hold contents. You've got different plans that God made for your life. God made it all. This isn't new age. I'm not into new age. I'm into Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. But God made it all. God made it all. And so he's trying to teach us how to protect ourselves and how to get our houses in order. So that we can actually move through the outer court gates into the inner courts. Hello. He's looking for men and women with hearts like David. Ida, can you pray? It's coming at uh, the flow. Please. A lot of witchcraft right now. It's okay. I'm not upset at all. Um, we're going to actually just keep going. A lot of witchcraft right now. So if you're feeling pressure, this is that. This is what that feels like. So you've got to be able to know how to war effectively if you're going to come up into the higher things of the spirit. Thank you so much. Hi, James. 
you're going to come up. So you're going to have to learn how to battle against these things as well as taking, being able to take your nation back. They're playing for keeps, so so are we. I'm, I'm out to help as many people as will listen. But the problem is nobody ever wants to learn this hard stuff. They don't want to take their land. They want their land back, but they want somebody else to do it. That's the problem in the body right now. But I've got news for you. Nobody's going to do your work for you. We're all held accountable for what we choose to do in the Lord's heart and mind and through in his sight. He's going to hold us accountable for what we've chosen to obey or disobey. And when he's saying get free, he's saying get free for a reason. He wants you protected. And he's no respecter of persons. And so he's teaching us how to war at these very, very high levels to teach us how to win and how to come up above it. That's what he's trying to teach us, to rule and reign with him in heavenly places. And so these concepts, this terminology, um, you know, it, it's going to be new. A lot of it's going to be new. And I think what's scary to a lot of the body right now is that a lot of the terminology is so new that they're afraid it's wrong. But then they're seeing the power behind it. So I have people seeking me out for the power, but they don't want to get cleaned up to weld that type of power. And I'm not, I'm not going to be used by God to do that. I'm charged to be a good steward. And so it's imperative that we get cleaned up in order to come up into these heavenly places or we don't go anywhere. We don't go anywhere unless we get cleaned up. God can't dwell where sin is. He has to have a clean vessel to flow at these higher higher levels through because it's him that's giving you the power. So he can't increase his presence on your vessel unless you do get cleaned up. So we got to make room for him. So let's let's move forward. That's what's been hitting you. And I'm going to go into what's been, what God's been talking to me about before I go into where we're at as a nation and then the prophetic word. But last night, you know, it's this whole word started actually last night because I, I was so weirded out by the 4th of July and I, I started seeking the Lord and I was like, what in the world is this? <laughs> what is this? And he started talking to me about Israel and about how, Israel had a series of bad leaders, a whole bunch of bad leaders that led them into a crumbling. And they were, he called them despots with a few exceptions. And he compared them to America. He said, America's had a few despots over the years with few exceptions in the wings doing what I'd asked them to do. Hence those bad leaders have brought this country to its knees in rebellion through bad choices and leadership styles, through lack of virtue that only a holy God could give. And then the conversation actually veered towards Paul and how Paul was caught between two sects of people in the church. I believe that Paul represents the church. So God was talking about the world versus the, polit the political arena. And then he went into the church. So he's dealing with two major areas in our, in our country at the same time right now. He's actually dealing with all seven mountains, but he's talking about these two areas. So he's cleaning up. He's cleaning up the, the church big time right now. I don't know if you've been catching that the last year and a half. He started off gently. And then if you didn't listen last Friday where Paul was actually used and he was really, Paul was real gentle at first. And he's like, you know, you really ought to not do this. Maybe you should consider. I don't think he talked like that, but you know, he was like, you know, man, he was trying to be really, really nice. And then all of a sudden he said, do this. He said, do this. He got to be a very forceful leader. Do what I've asked you to do. These are the types of leaders God is raising up in this hour because of the tough warfare we're all dealing with. We don't have time to screw around. I'm not kidding. God doesn't have time. He's trying to get you somewhere fast. And he's not being nice about it necessarily. He's saying, do this, do this now. When I've asked you to do something, haven't your parents ever told you to do that? Everybody else seems to have this pie-in-the-sky mentality of God, like God's not allowed to be forceful with us. Or no leader in the church is allowed to be forceful with you when you act and bring your hell into the church, of all places. But God is doing that in this hour. So Paul was caught between two sects of people, the Pharisees and the Sadducees. And it was ironic because it was like a walking dichotomy for him. One group was saying, oh, he's okay. He's okay. He's with us. He's good to go. Yeah, he's good. While the other one was calling him a heretic because they couldn't see his heart outside of the apparatus of religion. Doesn't that kind of look like a lot of the church right now? <laughs> oh, they're okay. Yeah, they're, they're okay. Yeah. For the people that are 
stepping over into love. They're moving over out of the apparatus of religion. That's where a lot of the fish are starting to get it now. I'm sensing by the spirit, a lot of people are starting to get it, and they're like, whoa, what is this? Where's our country headed? I'm like, whoa, isn't that sad to me? It's like, why does it take us getting underneath an amped up blowtorch pressurized situation to get people's attention? Why does it take God this much pressure to get our attention? This is ridiculous. We should have been listening long before now. So Paul is just sitting there like, I'm sure he was just sighing, you know, thinking, okay, when are they going to get it? But this is what is going on in the church right now where many leaders still don't understand that in God's mercy, he's actually forcing them and the sheep that will listen out from underneath this apparatus to where they're being forced back into the power position. Did you know this? I was shocked. When God said this today, I was shocked. I thought he was going to let everybody make a choice. And no, he's actually in his mercy. He is forcing people out. So for some of you leaders who are called to be out and you're bucking the system, the pressure is going to amp up all around you to force you out from underneath that thing. You're going to be like, what is going on with me in my life right now? That's what it's going to feel like. It's going to be like somebody, (laughs) I hate to say this, I'm going to go there. It's going to be like a proctologist (laughs) giving you a a colonoscopy or something. It's going to, really, it's going to be that bad. Because they're being like, what? I mean, it's going to be that high pressured. I'm not playing a game. And and see, also, this is something else. Like my style, the style on the the, uh, front runners, the style on the prodigals. It's, it, God does not care what you think about his leaders. He does not care what you think about the new style and the new move that's coming forward. He does not care. You want to know why he doesn't care? He doesn't care because he's trying to get you free from you. He's trying to get you free from your moral superiority to where you let go of all this false garbage that you've clung on to the last 30 years that was purposefully put on you by the deep state through ungodly leaders in the church. He's trying to get you to get it. And a lot of people thinking, well, that's a conspiracy theorist, Dr. Missy. I don't know if that's of God or not. I'm telling you, have you ever seen the church in such disarray? Have you ever seen the church have such a lack of honor for the Lord? Not to mention for his leaders? For people that they know are truly of the Lord? God is saying, it's time to get cleaned up. He does not care what you think. He does not care if he hurts your feelings. He's doing it and he's doing it like a good parent will do and helping his children to step out of the old and into the new for their own protection, for your own protection. And so I see a lot of, oh my God, I hear a lot of the offendedness, offense. Love is not easily offendable. And if it's so wrong, what are you afraid of? That you're wrong? Are you afraid you're wrong? Because anger is a symptom of fear. Ask yourself what you're so afraid of. If you get offended by my style or whatever it is I'm saying to you that makes you so mad, but you come back time and time and time and time again. She makes me so mad. I I hate her guts, but I'm going to go back and watch her again. Oh my God. That's what the church does. It's just, it's retarded. It's retarded. And, And so God is trying to clean us up right now. And he's trying to get us into this place where we're actually normal human beings. We realize we have flaws. We realize, I realize I've got flaws. You realize you've got flaws. And hello, by the way, we're going to try to love each other through it. And we're going to help each other become the best us possible as a team. Not, it's not a, I am more holier than you attitude. I am a prophet. I'm an apostle. I'm an evangelist. I'm in the fivefold. I have arrived. I am more holy. No! We're on the same team, hopefully. Hopefully you're throwing the ball the right way down the field and you're heading towards the end zone with the people on your team. And hopefully you know how to throw a ball. Imagine that while the coach is on the sidelines trying to help coach you. I'm not into football, actually. I'm an artist. That just came into my spirit for all you football fans. But God, he's trying to get us somewhere. He's trying to take us somewhere fast. (laughs) We do love you, James. 
We love you. You're a hoot nanny, James. You're a hoot nanny. <laughs> we love you. So this conversation with Paul then served, I think, as a wake up call to him. I think Paul had a had, I think he had raised eyebrows. Kind of like what God feels like when he deals with some of us. Sometimes he's like, are, are, he's like, I feel like he's elbowing Jesus saying, are you checking this out? Did you hear what they just said? Do you hear like what they just said to me and to my leaders? Did you hear what that leader just said? That haughtiness on that leader? Did you catch that? Oh, no, no, that's an eat crow. We need to go get some, give them some crow pie. We need to go. Have you ever had to eat crow before? Knock off that, just kind of knock off that haughty spirit off you sometimes. Have you ever had to deal with people like that? When I see that happen, I'm like, oh, 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 this one's going to hurt. Jesus, this one's going to hurt. And I'm getting out of the crosshair. I'm like, ducking, ducking. Oh, Lord, let's get out of this one. Because I know what's coming next. But this is God trying to force you out of this, this dangerous place. He's trying to force America out of this dangerous place and into a better place where it's a place of safety. That's what he's doing. And that's just kind of bugging me. Did you see that? There it is. But it's not letting me mix. It's not letting me mess with that. Okay, I'll stay on track. So it's to show us, basically, who's God and who's not. That's what he's doing. He's trying to show us the reality of who's God. And he's trying to get us to quit playing God in each other's lives. It's one thing to have a mentor. Let me, let me give you the differentiation here. I've had many mentors over the years. I've had some high-powered mentors. Um, and I have a lot of high-powered mentors today. I, I've had... Uh, ones and all of them I can honestly say they'll tell you how the cow ate the cabbage they will tell you the truth if they're true and God has to be first in their life by the way he's number one in every area but they always point me back to him so there's a difference between someone trying to play my God versus someone trying to help me along in my growth does that make sense that's called discipleship and they're just saying, you know what God's telling, what is God telling you, Missy? And they'll let me figure it out. Because because after you get to a certain point in your walk, you know, there is an expectation for you to seek the Lord first yourself. To he, see if you hear the Lord yourself. Or if you're just trying to get someone else to pull you along. I don't want to rely. And he's not going to let me rely. He's not going to let you rely on somebody else's anointing that they've worked with him to build. He's not. It's all up to us to choose to grow up and show up. It's up to us. And then to choose to come up through deliverance and through deep inner healing. That's the key to quick movement in the spirit. Growing up, showing up, being accountable and committed. So what's going on is that this is the place God's trying to move his body through in Revelation right now. To where we know that only God is the judge. He's the only one who judges. And if you're in the courts, by the way, if you're operating in the courts, the court, again, I've said this many times, it serves as a deliverance tool for the person going and bringing their case before the Lord, where it's an examination. It forces us to examine our own hearts first. We have to, we have to go in, repent for anything we've done sin-wise. You get your heart cleaned up, and then you go before the judge and you're like, Lord, is there any accusation against me? Is there any court cases against me where, I might, where, I, where I'm wrong? And you have to get honest with yourself. And so then if there are genuine accusations and God has stopped a certain area of your life because of a righteous accusation or a court case, those things will stand until you repent and you own your stuff. And then once you've owned it, boom, it's done. But the other part of that is, too, is, is you're covered in the blood. Okay? So... Court cases can stand for years without our knowledge, and it's because of the lack of maturity of the body. And what we don't know that has caused a lot of these people's walks to become stagnant because of prophetic voices. Because we're all, God says, at the end times, in the end times, I'll pour my spirit out on all flesh. Well, He's adding a super to our natural in the, during those moments. So when God adds a super to our natural, our prophetic words have power over people. And then when you judge people, you got to be careful because you're going to be judged. <laughs> And you got to make sure your heart's clean. You got to, God says, judge not lest you be judged. By your words, you're acquitted. By your words, you're condemned. 
you reap what you sow. Pardon me. Um, and so God says, don't judge each other. I'm the judge. And so we get those opportunities though to come into the court then to get our holy, our hearts cleaned up. We get our hearts cleaned up. And if you're clean, if, if you're free and you're, you know, you're, you're under grace, you know, you're operating under the grace through new covenant, John three sixteen. You know that Colossians 2, 14 is at play there because God says he's nailed all of our iniquities to the cross. He nailed them all to the cross. Based on 2 Corinthians 5, 21, God made him who knew no sin to be sin on our behalf so that we might become the righteousness of Christ like that which is in Christ Jesus. Therefore, there's therefore no condemnation for those who are in Christ. So it's starting a separation process then from those who are accusing you, demanding that you bow down to that spirit of religion or Jezebel that demands to judge you through the vessel that's got those people that are judging you captive. They're being held hostage. So they're going to get judged by their own words. And guess what? You get to go free because you're under new covenant. So who can charge God's elect? Romans 8.30. Who can charge God's elect? And so you start finding out that there's a culling process going on now, even in the courts between the people learning to use this tool versus those who are under new covenant and operating in Christ, operating under the law of life through Christ Jesus. Which brings me to where we are now. Our current world politics or deep state have made society so earthbound. I don't think you guys have realized what's gone on the last 60 years. And God's slowly trying to wake up our society. He's slowly trying to wake up the church gently. But now there's not a lot of time. Now you've got to wake up. you got to wake up. Have you ever had someone wake you up out of a sound sleep? And it's like someone slapping. It's like, what was that? That's what I feel like God's doing right now. Why did you do that to me? That's what everybody's acting like in the church right now. Why did you touch me like that? Why are you talking that way to me? Because he's trying to get you somewhere fast. He's trying to move you somewhere fast. And a lot of the church is so busy being offended. They don't have time to listen. They're too busy thinking they know everything. Even leaders. Oh, I know more than you. God. They don't say that. But in their heart they do. And God's like, wake up. Listen to what I'm telling you to do. Quit judging the voices I'm telling you through. And let's get a move on. I've got a place that I'm trying to take you and your body. A lot of different bodies within the body so how did we get here i'll give you some background real quick before we jump into what's going on within where we're at as a nation because this is segueing into that do you know why they invented reality tv you wouldn't know why the deep state we'll just call it the deep state invented reality tv it was a conditioning tool to condition society to be in everybody else's business did you know that oh i love reality tv shows it's about where what is it the 90 day fiance and i'm gonna marry this person in 30 days oh aren't you bright okay no offense but i'm just thinking oh my lord (laughs) you don't have that much time there's not enough time to get to know a person in 30 days that's just one of the few then we've got what is it um <laughs> what is it okay i'm like i'm gonna dig on some of y'all shows here i watch some of them <laughs> just as guilty the bachelor oh now we're getting all up into our mix oh dr missy that's a good show come on now how do you have an opportunity to get to know and decide you're gonna date somebody with three hometown dates or however many dates they have I'm going to take you to meet my mama. And then I'm going to go meet your mama. <laughs> and I'm going to take you to meet my friends. And then we're, we're going to get married. We're going to get engaged. I'm like, oh my God. I would be running so hard the other way. Oh, and then none of their relationships works. Have you ever checked that out? There's maybe been one success story. Have you ever checked that out? Because it's not reality. It's a non-reality. And guess what? All brought to you. And sponsored by your local deep state. Hello, welcome to our world as an America. Amazing. So they conditioned you. They conditioned you, pardon me, to get you stuck in your flesh. And now God has you in a cleanup process 
to help you come back into the power position. But we've got to be able to know who actually is the judge and who is the one that's in control. So that's going to take some trust on your part. That's going to take you getting free from yourself and realizing that even though you've grown up with some of these ideologies and some of these mindsets, these are demonic mindsets, by the way. They're not all uh, brought in uh, through just personal sin or generational sin. These are things you've been conditioned to think like indoctrination. So God is working us out of that now. He's working us into this place where we're having to give back control to a holy God. We're learning to give up the things we thought we were in control of. And we're learning to step into trust with the holy God to realize he's got it all under control. So guess why all Americans are freaking out right now? Because they're not in control. That's why they're freaking out. What's going on with our country? What's going on? Oh my God. The sky is falling. No, it's not. You know, if you didn't see the vehicle, let me see if I can get this this posted. I want to, I want to give you this, uh, this video, a good friend of mine. I can't tell you who it is. He's a good friend of mine. He is ex CIA. And that's all I'll tell you about that. And I'm going to email myself and then I'm going to put this up on the screen. Hang on one second. Let me see if I can get it. Cause I've got to email it to myself real quick. Cause I want you to go watch this video. This is going to segue into where we're at as a nation. It's the best depiction of where we're at. America is currently in one of the biggest psyops we've ever encountered in our life. Hello. And if you don't know anything about war, you're in for a world of hurt. I'm just lucky enough to say I was from a military family, so I recognize it because I've heard all the lingo and all the talk in my, in, in my growing up as a kid and, and listening and being around military families because because we were all raised together. We had our immediate families and then we had our military family that we'd all go do barbecues with and things like that. There it is, bingo. So good, I can give you this. I want you to go check out this. I'm going to put it in the comments and then I'll also go check that out. I want you to go watch that video at your leisure. And it's a perfect explanation about where America is at right now, where we're at, because we're in one of the biggest psyops we've ever experienced in our life. And it's this video describes what's going on between the white hats and the black hats at present. Okay. Why am I telling you that? Because do you understand that when America goes to war, white hats, you're a white hat, hopefully, that they're not going to tell you what they're going to do. <laughs> do you understand that? Because it's a strategy. But the problem is, in America and around the world, is that we're set up to live in a technology environment or technology age where the deep state set everyone up to think that it was their business to be in everybody else's business when it's none of our business. It's none of our business. Our business is to trust God and trust people that are in command. Good people, the white hats. And I'll get into that in a second. I know some of you are thinking, well, how do we know who's in control, Dr. Mary? I'll get into that in a second. Hang with me. I'm going to get into that. But they're not going to tell you what they're doing because that is an art of war. And it comes actually from being set up as a population to get us focused on inward thinking instead of big picture. Are you a big picture thinker? Are you always focused on I mean, my mind? What's going on in my world? That's lack of maturity, by the way. Love is others oriented. Mature love is others oriented. So self-focus is very narrow and it's limiting and it puts the mind in a limited space and place because of limited vision. You're not looking big picture. You're not thinking big enough. I need you to think macro, not micro. Think with me. Keep following me in this conversation. So in America, it's time to get your vision back. Okay? It's time to put our, I'm going to be honest, I'm going to be real, I'm going to be brash. It's time to put our big boy and our big girl pants on. And to trust the process and trust the Lord. Did God has, how many times has God told us he's going to free us? He's told us so many times through the prophets. So that tells me if people are experiencing anxiety, that they're tracking with 
the the news and not by the spirit enough. Because if you're tracking in both, it's good to listen to the news, the good news. It's good to listen to the truth. But in this day and time, we're under such a psyop. There's so much misinformation, disinformation. It's purposefully done by both sides, black hats and white hats, to keep the other side guessing. And we're caught in the middle. It's just where we're at. We've never been here before. So getting freaked out about it, it's not going to solve the issue. It's only going to get you more anxious and more upset. And you're going to lose focus. So Lord, I asked the Lord about it this morning. I was like, God, what is up with this? And he said, tell my people that if they're going to track with the news, first ask me which news to watch and then track with me. Let me tell them through the spirit what's going on while they're watching because my spirit added to their natural super. He's adding a super to your natural will enhance your discernment to discern between what news is a psyop and what news is truth. He's making it way where there is no way. He's making it easy for us. And so he's getting us refocused. He's saying, trust me. And please trust these good men and women of God in uniform to do the job they're being paid to do while fighting for you through this irregular warfare. Okay? We've never been here before. You want to know why? Because America is used to fighting war in an old school frontal assault format it's called battlefield theater have you ever heard of the the pacific theater in world war ii there's the pacific theater there's the european theater that's military lingo for battlefield locations okay i'm telling you all this to help you better understand what's going on stay with me so now the new lingo is <clears throat> the new battle space is aerospace believe it or not that's the newest theater that's why Trump created a space force. <clears throat> then there's air. The air theater. Airborne. Not the theater, but it's it's a type of warfare. Excuse me. Space, space warfare. Land warfare. Cold region warfare. Desert. Jungle. Mountain. Urban. Sea. Amphibious. Surface. Underwater. Subterranean. Tunnel warfare. The newest and latest outside of aerospace is cyber warfare. Information warfare. That's where we're at. So they don't even have to shoot a bullet to win a war. All they have to use is misinformation, disinformation, and drive society's uh, disinterest or disdain for a political party or candidate, which is what's happening. They're driving it home now. They're driving it. And by the way, that should prove to you that the White Hats are winning. Because the whole time, if you watch that video... They'll talk about in that video how the whole time Trump knew the White Hats knew that he was gonna they were gonna steal the election. They were they're still in control, people. They're still in control. They knew they had this they had this in the plan the whole time. So we're living in a very very different era with a very different type of warfare, given the level of technology and new capabilities, which lends to winning wars without firing a single shot which means that we as a people group have to learn to understand these new ways. The old ways are obsolete. And if you don't know anything about America's military, this is what the Lord's been showing me, and he's been confirming himself. And by the way, he's been confirming himself about all this PSYOP stuff going on before I even heard it on this video. He's been telling me the last three or four weeks, maybe a month, <clears throat> that we're under PSYOPs. He said, let me just tell you what to watch and what not to watch. Because sometimes I don't always get it right. I'll post things and I'm thinking, oh man, I shouldn't have put, I'll have to go back and delete it. That was a psyop. And, and it makes you feel kind of dumb, but it's, I'm as human as you are. <clears throat> but I, you'll notice the patterns in what the White Hats post. When they want information to get out there, they'll dump a whole lot of truth out there and it'll start flying around like crazy. It's strategic. So then the enemy copies them because they learn from us. By the way, our, our military is like no other. Our technology is the highest rated in the world. Did you know that? Our technology is so high powered in the U.S. that we as a population are behind. Did you know that? They purposefully, pardon me, the black hats kept us behind on purpose to, prop, to, to control us as a society because they know that an uneducated society means that we can't retaliate. 
So now we've got good leaders who are like, no, let's catch them up. Let's speed them up. But they've had to do it very, very slowly so that they don't overwhelm our spirit, our, our mental state, emotional state. Look what little triggers people in this day and time. They're, over, they're on emotional overload. Emotional overload. Information overload. Because there's so much information coming at everybody right now. <laughs> I just read what you wrote. That's funny. So we have we have to realize what's really going on. We, that's what we're having to do. And we're having to keep our wits about us in the interim and keep our focus on God. I know this is probably not your normal 15-minute read, but I feel like this is important to talk about to help people get refocused. And, and by the way, if you were in a wartime, let me ask you this. I thought about this the last couple of days. Can you imagine how soldiers felt back in 1942 or in Desert Storm, however many months they deploy for it, <clears throat> where they go day in and day out, day in and day out, day in and day out. They wake up, they go home, they're exhausted. They get maybe a few hours sleep. They sleep on the battlefield. And they're actually physically, mentally, and spiritually exhausted. Kind of like some of you front runners and intercessors right now. Absolutely exhausted. I'm going to go a little, little bit over today. This is important. But you are in the same place and you're going to have to get your chutzpah. Get your chutzpah. You have to reach down deep and ask God to show you how he made you. And reach down and grab some new strength. You're going to have to do that the next three or four weeks until you get through the eye. And then things will start hopefully calming down a little bit in the spirit. But during this next three to four weeks, it's going to be intense. So you're going to have to reach down and grab everything you've got to stay in position and keep moving forward so that you don't get stuck. You don't get all caught up in your emotions. Your emotions keep you earthbound. And this is also why in our current situation, information cyber warfare is also another form of political speak. Have you ever heard of political speak before? Business speak, education speak. It's a way for, if you talk about political speak, it's a way for politicians to tell you what they think you want to hear and then go back and do what they were going to do anyway. It's a form of manipulation. So you've got to know when you're being manipulated. Discernment. You've got to learn to listen through, I'm going to say it bluntly. Can I say that? I won't say that. Learn to discern through the BS. I'll say it. Quit taking them at their word. See, that's a lot of the areas where the sheep have gotten very misled because we just trust that people are for us. Not everybody's for you. We live in a very, very manipulative society. Everybody's in it for themselves, except for people that are trying to seek God, hopefully. They're hopefully getting free. And God says, how will you know my people? By my love. By my warm, unconditional love. Not cold love. Not the apparatus of religion. That's not God. Those people are not in a good position. They think they're okay. That goes back to that scripture. Lord, Lord, depart from me. I knew you not. Did you keep your lamp lit? Did you keep your heart? Stayed on Christ. Not on the, not on the spirit of religion. On him with a genuine relationship, authentic relationship with him. Another conversation for another day. Let's move on. So political speak, information, cyber warfare, political speak are all the new jargon for this hour that created irregular warfare. You're going to learn to have to discern it in the news. You're going to have to learn how to discern it when you watch your social media post, everything. And I know some of you might be saying, well, Dr. Missy, we don't truly know if they're fighting for us or where we're, if we're winning or not. Yes, you do. Go watch the video. It's a phenomenal video. My friend does not send me stuff that's crap. He just doesn't. It's spot on because he's in the know. So we truly are winning. We're in a good place. So what's the future? What's the future hold for us? I held out to the very end to tell you this in my quiet time today. Lord, the Spirit of the Lord says to tell you this. We're in a holding pattern. Swirling water. I saw a vision of swirling water. And there were fish all in the swirling water. And the Lord said, I'm the one making the water swirl. Because fish need living water. Jesus, in order to thrive. 
So there's a separating going on, and then I saw a vision of a grill, and then water. It was like, it was weird, like fire and water flowing together. But it was a grill where people were getting stuck in the fire. Hello, C2 is all about fire, fire portion of God's heart. And then the water was clear, and it was pure, it was a pure stream. So there were fish getting struck, or getting stuck and being grilled on the grill. And then there, there were fish just swimming into pure waters in my vision. And the Lord said, some fish are swimming in the wrong stream. The Lord says, while others are going to get cooked. While the pure, the pure-hearted, drawn to the pureness of Christ, are going to come into the new stream. And the Lord says, it's amazing to me how some people just brush by me like I don't matter. He said, you just brush by me when I tell you to do things like, my ways don't matter. You're more important than me. You're going to do what you want to do anyway, so I just let you do whatever, and you stay where you're at like you've always been because you refuse to get free from you. And the Lord says, because of this, many are out of balance, and they're being weighed in the balance on how they pray, what they say, how they respond to me. Do they honor my way and my ways? Some feel confused on what they don't see. Some of the fish on scales are not mine, says the Lord. They're caught in the balance. They're being weighed in the balance. So I'm throwing them into the fire, says God. And hopefully they'll get refined. But it's because fish have limited vision. Have you ever looked at a fish before? They have eyes on each side of their head. So they only see this way. It's, it's peripheral to a degree, but it doesn't allow them to see straight ahead. And the Lord says, it's because in this hour I'm bringing order. And then I saw two houses. And one was white and the other was red. And he said, it's like the War of the Roses, which was a bloody battle. He said, however, the battle that you're fighting is not between two families. Because this other entity that you're fighting is not related to you. It's light and darkness. He says, how can light and darkness agree. They have no place with each other. So the house of white and the houses of white and red roses were dynasties. They're their leaders vying for power in this hour. And it's a battle between light and darkness, but it has nothing in common. So the Lord says you're either going to come into the lightness or you're going to stay in the darkness where you're at. When you have powerless positioning, you have zero power in the flesh. The Lord says, you haven't known where you're going, but there are clear waters from top to bottom in this stream for those who choose to abide in me. And those that do, you're aligned with clear vision, understanding of events, past, present, and future. And the Lord says, I never stall without a purpose. The Lord says, I purposefully brought you here and I purposefully stalled you here for refinement. But I keep pace with my plan, not yours. And many think I've abandoned them. The Lord says, I'm all about freedom with my remnant. I'm all about you getting free, representing me, to making sure you're ready for eternity. But I have to measure the fish. They'll either be burned by fire or filleted and come through the fire. As clear as the noonday sun looks as they will come through ready for the future and what I desire. And then I saw a bunch of nets around all these fish. And Lord says, I'm entangling these nets that were set up by the enemy of your soul. He set you up purposely to entangle you as a society. And he said that these fish that are swimming towards my heart, they're fresh Fish swimming in deep waters, the waters of my soul. They're looking for me. They know there's more. <clears throat> they want the more. They're not swimming for power. They're not swimming for trying to raise up their own agenda. They want more of me. They want, they know there's more. <clears throat> so they're swimming into the waters of my soul, says the Lord. And then I asked him a question. I said, Lord, what about the future of America? Because he allowed us last time to ask him questions. So I thought I'd take the opportunity this time. And he was actually gracious enough to answer. And he said, she's emboldened. <clears throat> America's emboldened. She's passionate, determined to know me. <clears throat> the 
Some say, where are you, Lord? Looking at the news, but still with no answers. And the Lord says, you're going to find everything searching in my heart. Not on the airways. Not on those airways. But I'm going to flush out all the murky water. And I saw this, this, the clear stream. Then I saw a murky water stream. And I think it's turned. It's Yeah, that is the place we're at. Thank you, Lord. Where it turned, it was like a bridge. And there was like a, a muddiness underneath. Like the water had dried out of the muddiness. And it was murky waters. And the Lord said, this is what the swamp looks like. They're so busy. They've gotten so low on water. They're barely alive right now. <clears throat> to where people that are stuck in this lower level living. Where they're just eating and feeding off each other. And off all the parasites in the mud that they're wallowing in. So Lord says, I'm going to let them wallow there a while. And then I'm fishing for my fish. And I'm rescuing them out of these places. With, for those who choose to follow hard after me. But for those who choose to do things their own way, they're going to stay in the mud. They're staying in these murky waters. And so the Lord says, as you learn to sit beside me. Let me back up. He said, the future is yours to behold. And then I saw myself in a vision sitting with Christ in the cosmos. And he says, as you learn to sit beside me, you can command that which does not match my plans. <clears throat> and I saw all these stars in the cosmos. And the Lord had given Abraham, he told him, you're going to command angels. You're going to, you're literally going to be seated with me in heavenly places. And he said, just like I commanded the lesser light to fall hello witchcraft is lesser light there are fallen angels that are still stars they're called stars in the sky you've got the power and authority to command every unholy speaking spirit to be struck by lightning just like god struck satan with lightning job 36 32 out of your atmospheres strike them down you've got the authority get them out of your atmospheres any lesser form of light they don't have the authority to be there. If you're an intercessor, a front runner, or a leader, get them out of your atmospheres. You've got that authority. If you're seated beside him in heavenly places, you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. So this is where we felt like the glory got amped up today. And he just filled our atmosphere. We were in this place for about four hours. I'm not lying. And it went all, it's been with me all afternoon. So the Lord said, you can command that which, that which does not match my plans. I have the whole world in my hands. The future is bright with no limitations. Lots of living to do. And there's a bowl, God said. I saw the bridge again with a bowl. And the Lord started throwing all the rotten fish into a bowl. <clears throat> Just throwing them in from different cultures. And he said in different cultures, fish mean different things. In Italian, it means death. And he said in, in some waters, it means a culture of people trying to fellowship together. So every culture views fish differently. But in this water that they're swimming, the Lord says, I am a filtering source. I am the heart. You're coming through my heart and you're learning how to get cleaned up so I can bring you back to where you were at at the start. So we will stop trying to play your own God and wearing yourself out with all this needless stress. The Lord says, isn't it easier to rest in my world instead of yours? So the Lord says, I'm cleaning the church up. I'm cleaning the seven mountains, removing the debris. And the Lord says, don't get upset. I'm also using military and the leaders to help clean you up. And I'm bringing it all to the top of the mountain. For the water is good for drinking there. What happens at the head trickles down like the oil on the beard of Aaron. And it's pure. It's a pure resource. To help you to know the way in which you're to walk. But what I gathered from that conversation this afternoon. Was God was saying to me. Because I asked him. I wanted to know. I'm just like a doctor. Just tell me what I'm dealing with. I'll deal with it. Just tell me what I'm dealing with emotionally. I'll cope later. But he said no. He goes you've got a great future ahead of you. America. I'm just letting you realize what you almost lost. I'm telling you. He's such a good dad. He's telling us exactly what's going on. He's done this twice now. He told us exactly what we've come out of, exactly how to remedy it. And then he's telling us what he's going to do through it. That's what the process is. It seems, that's what I see, see it as. That's what I see it as. But for me to sit here and get all jicked out and get all upset and, 
into a quagmire. I thought it was kind of sad last night because <laughs> we're not having an AC on for about two or three days. But yeah, um, it was a weird 4th of July. But, you know, I believe it's also because we're in transition. And so we're going to have to learn to trust Christ in these weird places, even when we don't know what's going on, whether it's on a personal level, on an international level, federal level, state, city, county level. It's all happening on all levels right now. And there are a lot of good things happening. There are a lot of good things happening. But don't lose sight of the prize. He told you he was going to do it. We just got to finish this thing. He told us we read the end of the book. We win, right? We win. Stay the task. Stay the course. So with that, I hope you're encouraged, guys. Uh, that was probably the wrapping that up today. But uh, my name is Dr. Missy Hood, and I do these things on Tuesdays. I'm a little bit late today. I do them on Fridays, and I do it for intercessors and frontrunners trying to help you navigate through, especially C2. C2 is the hardest time of the year. Again, we've got one month left. Not a whole lot of time left. But I believe God's going to be faithful if you're wanting to get into the new. He can do anything he wants. He's God. I'm not. So if you want to come out and come through, Lord, just, just ask me. Just ask him. He'll make a way where there is no way. So that he can get you up and out from underneath this stressless, powerless position that a lot of people are residing in. But he's all about getting us up into his heart right now. The question is, are we listening? So with that, guys, I hope you have a great rest of your evening. I will look forward to seeing you then on Friday. And until then, you guys have a good night. Rest easy. God's got the whole world in his hands, man. I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.